video gets taken down because I dropped that stat on billionaires? I don't know. They don't like the billionaires. Don't like us talking mad, bad smack to them. You Are, know, we're 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 green lights right now. Green lights on the audio. Green lights on the video. Hello, world. This is the national news segment. We're back. I think we should start with oh, an item. We're going item. From, I'm grab this one, but I was about to say, is that where we're going? With the plastic Super Bowl. All right, ring? this is actually two items. We're going two items. All right, two items. So this is my Super Bowl 38. That's the Super Three, Bowl. Three eight. I don't know. I don't ask me a Roman numeral. How many people in the world 36? know Roman Super numerals? Super Bowl 36. Let's see. LVI. Uh, v is five. V is five. So I would be six. 36. Yeah, 36. I was only two Super Bowls off. That's pretty good. Impressive. So yeah, thirty six. Who who was the Super Bowl thirty six? The Rams. Rams. Okay. Beat who? I don't remember. It's this Super Bowl. This past Super Bowl yeah. was thirty six. Oh, the past Super Bowl or is was this fifty six. That would be fifty six. Yeah, we're definitely in the we're we're, we're Super Bowl fifty six. Sorry, most recent. Super I'm not Bowl. Roman. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> Roman. <laughs> it uh. So fifty six. Okay. Yeah. This so. is my Super Bowl fifty six ring. So, anyways, I was a uh, backstory. I was, I think I was a food food lion. Oh, okay. And this was in the bakery after the Super Bowl. So this was probably for all the cupcakes they didn't make and stick these in. And there was a bowl of them. And then after I left, I realized I probably should have grabbed like seven so I could have as many as Tom Brady. But then it would be the same Super Bowl. Same Super Bowl. So really, I made a good call just taking the one. I mean, you could have got two and grabbed me one, but it is what it is, right? You know, I was just thinking. I don't know if it would have fit my finger well. Like I have pretty small fingers. Let's see. Be careful with that thing. It's expensive. The dog, oh, he put it on the. That's a pimp finger to put it on. The, the dogs ring. got the championship rings this past weekend during the G Day game. Mm-hmm. Shout out my dogs. Those looked really cool. Actually, Nolan Smith even played the spring game with his on for a few plays. Just a little flex on him. I don't know. And they're like one of like a thousand diamonds you wouldn't want to lose out of that thing? Probably, but it's also if I lose one, there's 999 more. Fair. Fair. So uh, I'm going to pull out the disc. Le disc. Le disc. The Valkyrie. So this is Valkyrie. This is my very first disc I've ever had in disc golf. Got it from my brother. And uh, I threw this thing for a long time. Got a lot of dings, chunks that missing out of it. Man, Disc golf, a lot of fun, good time, good way to spend the weekend and stuff. Uh, we actually played a couple courses up in Raleigh this past weekend that were pretty nice, uh, fun ones. Although, we played one that was like a temporary course. It was getting closed down and pulled up, like ripped up in, at the end of May. And I'm assuming it's because the kids are going to be like running around the area during the summer for summer school or something like that. And so you can't just be chucking discs and nailing kids in the head. Those meddling kids. Those meddling kids ruined my disc golf. I don't appreciate so it. So actually, actually, take the let's take the disc back out. I want to no, no I, let's let's stick to this one. I got a couple one. talking. Points okay, here. what you got on first the off? Give me the rundown on the numbers, dude. What? It, okay, I, I know that's a driver. Right? So you got the distance driver, Valkyrie. So there's four numbers listed on here: a nine, four, negative two, and two. So the nine is going to be your speed. So the like speed is going to be. Like on a putter is going to be three and stuff like that, where it's going to be really built for a slow toss, where the nine is going to be built for cutting through the air. And so like really big tosses. Uh, four is your glide. So like every disc has a little bit more glide or a little less glide. And so depending on that, you have different abilities on as how far you're going to be able to throw it, how high you want to throw it and stuff like that. And then the negative two and two is your turn and fade. So your fade, your turn is coming to falling out to the right. 
and then her fade has fallen out to the left. So it's a balanced disc. So it's a balance. This is a very balanced disc. So I actually throw Valkyries a lot, and a couple of my mid ranges I throw are also the same way, where it's the negative one, negative and two or one. So it's not even balanced out. But yeah, there's a lot of discs that you can get that have like one and negative three. So like the idea would be, I'm gonna throw it out. It's gonna pull back this way a little bit come and back cut really you. hard oh. to the left. Because it's big on the negative, you know, big on the back end. I see. I um, see. And so that's the idea is like you can go out with a disc where people are like, oh, I can just use a frisbee. It's like, yeah, you know, I can take this disc and probably throw it nearly three hundred feet. You know, yeah, a frisbee. Like a frisbee, yeah, you ain't you, you're not gonna you ain't playing par disc golf with a frisbee. I'll let you know that. So, uh, secondly, wasn't there a Tom Cruise movie called Valkyrie? I do think there is a Tom Cruise German movie. operation to kill Hitler with a blow. I mean, pretty much every pretty much every Tom Cruise movie, right? Mission Impossible. Out, outside of like his new ones, which are all just based in a man l- stranded in space by himself, like it's thirty different movies, all with the same context. So I found a guy on Instagram. He literally uncanny is a Tom Cruise clone. And he's, he's like leaning into it and he's become the influencer. He's got the hair back. He's got the, bro. He's like four six. <laughs> he might be taller than Tom Cruise. So he's actually better than Tom Cruise. <laughs> my favorite. Joke. But, uh, but, but anyways, bro, I'll try to find him because he's in my recent or search history. Don't even know where my phone is right now. But, uh, dude, doppelganger. What a word. I love a doppelganger situation. I remember seeing do you remember i don't remember we got a phone call in high school one night we were hanging out and uh we got a phone call from it was like raymond or kenny or somebody like that and they were saying they literally were seeing the doppelganger of you wherever they were yeah but here's the thing man uh brown hair red beard burly there's a lot of us (laughs) it is a it is a it is a type of human like it like just look in the community like i know i have my own personal features there is in this part of the country, a lot of guys that look That's like fair. me. That a is lot fair. of guys that look like me. I put on a Columbia PFG hat with a white mesh back. We literally could all just be stunt doubles for each other. So <laughs> just a little fill in. So I gotta I gotta find some ways to differentiate. I mean, I got a little more I got my style is somewhere between basketball and redneck. So <laughs> They collide somewhere in the middle. Here. Good little mesh point right there, right? That's my thing. I'm a country dude who likes basketball. So it's a, I love the NBA. Literally the minority. How many country dudes like an NBA? Not many. That's, they literally talk shit about that's the NBA. Fair. That's fair. So, I mean, well, Zach, I mean, it's, it's, it's my existence. It's what I chose. I feel, I feel you. People look at me and they're like, there's no way this guy's like a, into sports. And then they think, this guy's way into sports this sometimes. Guy's, this guy's a little too into sports. A little sports. too into sports is what they'll tell <laughs> He me. even gets moody over his sports. I mean, we got to yell about my Hawks sometimes. Anyways, Zach, mm-hmm. there's lots of more NBA news going on. We did the Hawks. We talked a little Hornets in the Upstate update. update. Um, and so now we're in the national news. And obviously, biggest national news, NBA playoffs going on. And it's not just East Coast. There's West Coast basketball going on. There's Warriors Versus the Pelicans. Okay, Dan, I have a I have a question for what you. What you got? There's a little bit of NBA news, and some would say I could be happy about it. It's not that I'm happy that it happened. It's just the ramifications of it happening just proves my takes correct. What you got? Devin Booker's out, bro. The Suns are going to lose. The Sun, the Chris, I've always said Chris Paul was the reason they're winning anyways. 
But them being down 0-2 without Devin Booker, it's a 37-year-old Chris Paul. I mean, Chris Paul's still great, but proves my point from the upstate. Update. update. Six-foot point guards aren't going to win you playoff. Like, the last point guard that was six-foot to win you a playoff game like this is who? Is it? Is it legitimately Isaiah Thomas, the bad boy Pistons? Because Steph Curry's 6'3", and he's the greatest shooter ever. I'm talking about six-foot point guards, so... That's that's fair. That's fair. Well, and, and I hate Devin Booker. And the, so the Phoenix Suns <laughs> play in the New Orleans Pelicans. They I think it's actually tied one one going back to New Orleans. But New Orleans dominant, like you said, uh, Devin Booker out after the last one. I think his hamstring issue. Little hammy. Um, little hammy. Uh, but you're right, man. And I I still think I think the Suns can definitely win this series. But it can't be on the back of Chris Paul. I think you're right about that, and I don't think it's the fact that Chris Paul's six. But I think it's the fact that Chris Paul's old and probably can't carry a team every single night through a playoff series. I um, think he can close a little better because he's got the mid range shot. Like, absolutely. But at the same time, without Devin Booker spacing the floor, Chris he, Paul having to drive to a basket when he's double teaming in a game, he's probably going to get so blocked. I just, I just think you got to run it hard through DeAndre. Ayton. Like Aiden's got to be your. He's star. not that guy. I think he's that guy. You're man. not that guy, pal. You're not that guy, pal. You're, you're not that guy. You're pal. going to not. You're. He's not the that third guy, or fourth pal. best player on his team. I think that's because they don't allow him to be one of the best what, players. No, on it's team. because he's he so has good. a generational talent at point guard. He's got Devin Booker, who no matter how much shit I talk, he's a. 20 he's a plus. Bucket. He gets buckets. Yeah, but it's easy to get buckets when you're a ball hog. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, he gets 20-plus points a game. He's a good scorer. But DeAndre Ayton, we can make a – I mean, he's very influential, but we could talk about Macal Bridges. I mean, dude's putting his name in the hat for deep Depoy, defensive Depoy. player of the year. I kind of like Depoy. Although Marcus Smart did win the Depoy. So, but – we That's can we'll, Celtics we'll, media we'll, bias. Yeah, we'll talk Celtics, Celtics media bias. But yes, I, I'm with you. I think DeAndre. I, I, I think Mikel Bridges I like is great. But I think wish Aiden, the Hornets had I him. think if you're going to win this series, like if you're going to go out there against, because who's the Pelicans got in the post to really like compete against Aiden right now? So like Jackson Hayes. I mean Brandon Ingram, six foot ten. I mean, I'm, who am I forgetting? Isn't Valanchunas on the Pelicans? I just, but that's my thing is like you can definitely go. Expl- I think you could have Aiden go out there against Valanchunas and get you buckets, Bro. like. That's what just that is an angry, angry wherever he's from. I can't remember, <laughs> but uh, he's he's almost like a Stephen Adams type man, big meaty. I should know where Jonas is from. That's gonna get me. I'll, I'll I'll remember it later. I drafted him his rookie year to my uh, fantasy basketball team. But anyways, and this is all without Zion. So so it's you, all without. So you are taking the Pelicans. To win the series at this point, do you I'm think? I'm hoping that, the Pelicans win. The, I think the Suns I, should win. I still think it's the Suns. I think it's the Suns, the and maybe it's maybe it's a six-game, seven-game series, but I think it's the Suns either way. Um, how about the Memphis Grizzlies, Minnesota Timberwolves? Where where are you at on that series? Because oh, I, I personally, the Wolves are my Western Conference team. If my Hawks get swept out of the out of the playoffs, they will definitely be the team I'm cheering for. Um, shout out. Uh, Anthony Edwards, Ant-Man looking great. Cat, I said it in earlier, you know, man gets fouls out way too much. He fouls way too much, but he's also, he definitely can be a good player overall. Um, so for but me, Jaws looked good too. Y'all's great, whatever. I don't care about <laughs> that. We're not talking about the Grizzlies. Grizzlies, y'all should be doing better than you are. Second off, Wizards have one, not Wizards, uh, Timberwolves have one of those lineups where their top three players are Damn good. Damn good. Absolutely. 
like, oh my God. And uh, it relates back to the Hornets. I'm sorry to bring everything back to the Hornets. <laughs> but Anthony Edwards and LaMelo Ball will be forever connected. James Wiseman's kind of fallen behind them too as the out of the top three picks in that draft. And even though Anthony Edwards was the number one overall pick, which means you're better than the number three overall pick, there was a lot of discussion on who you should take. I didn't know who the Hornets were going to take. I was apprehensive about getting... I did not want LaMelo on draft night. Let it be known. I was literally like, oh my God, we got LaMelo. Just for the circus that surrounded him pre-NBA. Since all three balls are in the NBA, there's really no drama with LaVar or anything. It really just was a marketing ploy to get them all drafted. And it 100% worked. And uh, great dad, by the way. Shout out LaVar. Um come a long way, LeVar, in the eyes of the of me. But anyways, relating back, Hornets got embarrassed second year row in the play-in. Anthony Edwards, where LaMelo Ball won Rookie of the Year. Anthony Edwards did not. Anthony Edwards had some great moments his rookie year. He had scored 40 points. He scored. He's had some big point outburst, but then he'll drop a game with like 10 points, you know. Not to say that LaMelo doesn't. LaMelo gets close to a triple-double almost every night, but... The fact that Anthony Edwards comes out in the first round and 36 points in his playoff debut. Opened up. And he didn't have the greatest game, game two, but at the same time, he still provided points when the team was needed. And I get it. The and game they, was, got, they got blown out. The game out, was but. closer, but the thing is with the Hornets is like, LaMelo, I get it. You're 20 years old. I get it. Like, bro, I'm 26 sitting here talking shit to LaMelo. Like, come on, man. Now, like, I'm not... I'm not actually talking shit, and I can keep things in perspective. We're a rebuilding team. The Hornets should not be in the Eastern Conference Finals. We're lucky to be in the play-in. It's a good step, but getting embarrassed, is that is that was a bad sign. Yeah. And it's really, I get it. You, you literally, we went, against, we went against Clint Capella. We have a seven-foot monster, and the Hornets don't start anyone over six-foot-seven, excluding Mason Plumley. That's a problem. It's a problem. And Mason Plumley was an upgrade for us over Cody Zeller. So, Cody Zeller, take your saltiness and throw it over your shoulder because I Mason Plumley played better than you this year, Cody Zeller. And also, he still played horrible. We had a guy who had to switch hands mid-year to his left hand to shoot free throws like a catapult. Oh, boy. And his percentage went way up. <laughs> it jacked it up. It, he, he, dude. But Should have done the granny just, shot. I'm just like, man, imagine if we had Carl Anthony Towns. Imagine if the Hornets had Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, that's going to obviously help you when D-Lo's dropping 30. Over here, your third best player, the afterthought who used to be a star in the league. He's literally yeah. an afterthought. You forget he's on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Absolutely, yeah. And the thing is, Carl Anthony Towns is supposed to be the best player ever, just like Anthony Davis, just like Giannis, except Giannis actually is ever. Not ever. I'm talking right now. Not ever. But yeah. it just goes to say, man, Anthony Edwards does have that. Give me the ball. Nobody out here is better than me. I'm good at everything. Supreme confidence. Well, it's, it's the... It's, well, no, it's got confidence, but... If his shot, if he's not making step back three pointer fadeaways, his stat line's really not that good because his go to move is a floater from the free throw line, and that's not an efficient shot in today's day and age. Taking two pointers is not how the NBA works. I mean, and he doesn't finish at the rim. And this is all to complement the Timberwolves because Anthony Edwards is that guy. He, oh yeah, well, I said is, you're not that guy, pal. Earlier, Anthony Edwards well, is that guy, and he doesn't. He's not. He's not like a primary ball handler all the time. He can be if needed. He can be but, at the end of the game. But like he doesn't have to be, and so that's a beauty of him. It's sort of the same premise as like Steph. Steph is definitely a primary ball handler. But you got Clay over like, here. You, you got have Clay. You have other people who can do it. But like also, Steph is probably one of the best players out in the NBA at giving the ball up here 
appearing over here wide open and nailing the three. Well, he runs the whole, he he, he never stops moving. He's a madman. So like, that's my thing is it's same with Trey. Speaking of the doppelgangers, we we saw, (laughs) we saw improvement with the Hawks offense when Bogdan was handling the ball and you had Trey off the ball. So that's just sort of something you got to do. And it's the same thing as the, the, the Timberwolves do with Anthony Edwards. When you need a bucket, all right, D'Angelo, give the ball up to him. He's going to go get a bucket. And even if he doesn't, it's like his quote. He he was quoted after the first round, uh, first play, first game of the first round. Uh, you know, I like my shots. Coach doesn't always like my shots. If they I go like in, my shots, if they go in, so doesn't so that, matter. So like, that's my thing. Even if they don't go in, Anthony Edwards is taking that shot, going, "That was a good shot, bro. I thought it was great. Every shot's a good shot. So it's he, me shooting exactly. So so that's just, like you said, supreme confidence out of Anthony Edwards. Very impressive, man. It just um, it just it just stings a little more because I know my team got embarrassed. I know I'm expecting. I, I I'm not expecting. I knew we were going to lose that game, but it's it's just a little sting because Lamelo is our glimpse of hope. And you look over here to Anthony Edward doing it when it needs to be done. I know it's a team sport. I know spacing the floor with Carl. Carl really didn't play that well. I mean, he, he files out. But, I mean, <laughs> spacing the floor with D'Lo. I mean, yeah. I, ask me to name three other Timberwolves players. Sorry, can't really can't do it. But uh, I just know it that Anthony Edwards dropped 36 when he needed to. And I know LaMelo Ball got some garbage time points to get himself over 20. And it's just hurts, dude. It doesn't hurt. I mean, fuck it. I don't care. It's the but same thing. It's, it's the same thing. It's just like, it's just, it's just watching your team it's tough. do. J- y- this is the time to put up or shut up and they this, shut up. This is what we do as fans. We put ourselves through it just for it. The Warriors, uh, the Nugget fans probably going through it after that game. Dude, the Warriors are just going to walk all over this Nugget team, it seems. Jokic is a madman, chicken with his head cut off, running around that court trying to follow the ball. It's moving so quick. Steph's hitting corner threes. You got, uh, you know, Clay Thompson hitting threes. You got Dr- uh, Dr- Draymond playing back in his championship form. And that so was the thing about the, the Warriors. The Warriors looking really good against the Nuggets. The Warriors, they're in their title run and kind of what they do now and the reason they're giving people problems and talking about Steph moving all over the floor. The problem with the Warriors, even when you play good defense, Steph has to pass the ball off. You block his uh, give and go, and he can't get the ball back. Assuming Clay Thompson doesn't shoot one in your face, then give it to Jordan Poole, who is this random kid out of nowhere feeding off of being left with the third best defender or fourth best defender on the floor because you still got Wiggins in starting lineup. Thing is, all four of those guys can shoot. Wiggins can dunk on your head. And then just when you got all four of those guys switched, Draymond's wide open on the three-point line, and he'll make a random three-pointer in the four, third or fourth quarter when it you absolutely did not need it to happen. Well, Draymond easily, easily year to year could be a depoy every year. Like I think you could make Draymond. People say a that, D-poy. and I get it. It's just I've always had a negative connotation of Draymond just because. It's maybe his intensity rubs me the wrong way. I mean, I, I like Dra- it's the I like privilege. I don't like him. I, I think like Draymond. I don't like Draymond. I don't like the the way he plays, but it's the fact, same premise. Patrick Beverly. He also kicked he, a bunch of guys he, in the nuts. Yeah, for see, a while. and that stuff. That's the stuff that really gets me. But Pat Bev does the same thing where he gets under the player's skin, and that's just the type of player Draymond is. But that also makes you a good depoy, like Marcus Smart, who won the depoy this year. Um, other uh, Western Conference uh, games are Mavs versus the Jazz right Luka's now. That's out. a little one-one. Luca out, tied one-one right now. But I don't know. That seems like that's going to be probably a seven-game series, and anybody could win it. It's pretty flip. without Luca out there. I think it's pretty you know up in the air. Mm-hmm. So uh, I concur. 
It's, uh, and then I think that's it for the Western Conference. Yeah, man. Like I said, I mean Brooklyn, bro. Brooklyn. So, 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 so you remember? I think I think this might be a YouTube episode, but it may be a maybe the one right before YouTube. We were talking about Ben Simmons coming back for the play-in, and you were like, "So what are they going to do? Play Ben Simmons in the play-in?" And I was like, "No, this is the whole facade of your what? What do we call it? What? What's he out for? Is it mental? What do we call it when uh, it's off? Like mental issues are keeping you out? Like it's it's, it's a, a co- mental health? Like is that is it yeah, mental, mental health? health. Issues? Yeah, he's I was just health. having a blank. So mental health, Ben Simmons." Look at how many quotations you're getting. Or is this quotation? Yeah. Air yeah. quotes. Air yeah. quotes. Yeah, air air quotes. quotes. So because I feel like I hate to reference myself back and be like I was right. But <laughs> literally, it's like, what was gonna happen? Is he gonna play the playoffs? Like, no, he's gonna miss the play in. They're gonna slowly bring him back and they're gonna act like they have to rehab him back in and then bam, poof, he's good all of a sudden in the playoffs. What is it? Game three of the playoffs, and what's gonna happen? Ben Simmons is playing. Because the whole time he never had mental health issues. He just felt embarrassed because he sucked in the playoffs and Philly fans made fun of him because they're not as hardcore as other fans in the world or fans from Australia are about basketball probably. (laughs) And then what happens? Here we are, Ben Simmons. Oh, you got your way. I got to force myself out of town because I'm a modern day spoiled superstar with a cell phone and a Twitter account. I mean, dude, it's just, I don't have time for it because dude, as a Hornets fan, where we struggle and I'm embarrassed at a 30-point playoff entry every year and LaMelo Ball is my glimpse of hope, a generational talent, Ben Simmons, is a spoiled little basketball player. <laughs> I thought you were going brat. I had a few words. There was a few words there. working and we, yeah. Anyways, basketball, um, player. basketball player. So, yeah, I'm with you, man. Ben Simmons, I don't think, I still, I still question, even if, like obviously he's been playing. Also can't shoot. He's been practicing, and like you said, he's probably been good for a couple of weeks, and they've been working him out. But Zach, you're not going to simulate that playoff atmosphere just all of a sudden. We saw it, John Collins. John Collins tried to come back, and like it's different. It's just like if you haven't been playing, and then you well, you mean the last time the, the last time he played was in the playoffs. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Last experience he had in basketball was playoffs, but and my, he struggled. But anyway, so my yeah, thing would been is. I mean, I have a couple issues, obviously, but it's just the fact of the way things went down. It's, I have mental health issues. No, you don't. There's people with real mental health issues. You're literally just intentionally making your team trade you by not cooperating. And, and then you have, you fake a back injury a couple weeks ago to not to be out again, which you were back. Wasn't hurt, dude. You're literally not doing anything. And then now you're brought back all of a sudden like, oh, he's made rapid progress and he's ready to go all of a sudden. No, no mother effort. No, no. I'm just tired of it, dude, because the fans are so invested, dude. And all you got to do is shoot hoops. The most fun thing to do in the world. Shoot hoops. I, and you suck at shooting hoops, by the way. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I'm. With Maybe you. you need to switch left hand, pull a Plumley. I think Ben. I think Ben Simmons. And like, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I just think. Anything he's a point guard. I just, dude. Think, just play power. I forward. think it's very questionable. To think you're just going to bring him back in. It's going to be all ho home, especially when you're down two. Oh, it's like if you're like tied one one. Like like you have. To, if you are the Nets, you have to win the next game. Period. I mean, they're going to win the next game. And this are is, they. Are they I need, game one? Well, I need to I need to fact check myself. Ben Simmons may be coming back for game four. That's fine. But 
If the you thing lose is, the next but the thing game. is, when he comes back, it's the same thing for Anthony Edwards. It's the same thing for these teams with three good players. He spaces the floor, and you can't double team Kyrie and Kevin Durant with Ben Simmons over there because all they got to do is pass, and hopefully he does the layup or dunk and doesn't, you know, pass so, it around again. So my thing though, and like this is sort of with the Celtics and like the series at this point, the the Nets game one. You had Kyrie and Kevin Durant combined for I think it was like fifty something points, sixty lose something points. They lose to the butter buzzer, and like it was Kyrie can't play defense on play, a six foot. Definitely seven. huge, huge issue as far as defensive, just like we've seen all year with the Nets. Next game, it's not like it's a straight blowout, and it's because Kyrie and Kevin Durant together in the second half go two for seventeen. So like, really, is it really all that great when you get? You know, Ben Simmons in there to go what? But the one thing for is, three but, for you. Great. It's not about what Ben ah. Simmons. It's not about his box. His score. body. His. It's ability. not about his box score. It, I I don't want Ben Simmons to come in and expect him to give me thirty, ten, and ten. No, I expect Ben Simmons to stand over there or maybe dribble the ball while Kyrie and Kevin Durant are now running. Moving. You can't double team both of them with Ben Simmons on the floor. With just them two on the floor and Nick Claxton and is even Joe Harris? Does he even play anymore? And then whoever Occasionally. subbing the third guy, Nick Richards, not who's the Greenville guy, uh, played for Georgia, seven foot. Uh, that was Claxton. Nick Claxton, sorry. Yeah, Claxton. I said Nick Richards, whatever. But anyways, you can't double team both of them. with Because Ben Simmons will eat you at the rim. He's six foot ten. The dude is like Magic Johnson, but taller and more athletic, except he can't shoot. And I'm just going to let you know. What have you done for me lately? The man was scared of a rim. But the thing <laughs> is, even if he's scared of the rim, if you pass it to him, he drives to the rim, he's going to kick it back out to Kyrie, who maybe has one guy on him. One guy cannot cover Kyrie. That's fair. End of story. One guy cannot I, cover Kevin Durant unless it's Jason Tatum blocking a shot. I'm intrigued to see what happens with that because I do think I think that this Celtics team has put themselves in a position pretty much to. I say not all of that. Out. I say all of that to say the Celtics team has proven they're the best defensive team in basketball. They're probably. I dude. I but, still, I think the Heat may be one of the best teams in defensively. They're fantastic at defense. I hate to say it, but my Hawks are fine. We're going to get back come into a long it. way. Anyways, since the update, update. Uh, update, update was very <laughs> depressing for me. We're trying to get on the positive side of things, but anyways, uh, Sixers versus the uh, James Harden averaging fourteen a game, and the Sixers are up 3-0. 3-0, looking on really the good over the Raptors. Uh, Bent Joel and B got his revenge game from the uh, Kawhi Leonard sunk shot in Doesn't Toronto. Kawhi hit a big. Well, well, you know. He hit the big three game uh, three pointer last night, uh, buzzer beater to get the win. It was impressive too. Like the, fact, the fact that the fact dude Maxie's so good, but the fact that Joel Embiid hit a game winning three, I'm like, okay, Joel's game has progressed to the point of being what do you mean? Just he, offensively he's been dominant. Splashing threes I mean, for years. He's been dude. splashing threes for years, but like to, to hit it, that pressure, he was like, "Give me the ball. I'm gonna bucket this three real quick. We're gonna leave. To, we're not leaving Toronto, but we're gonna get. We're gonna leaving. Bro, it's, leaving a, it's a Hornets fan. I've seen Joel Embiid break my heart at the end of a game with his nice. jump shot. It's never under the rim. It's him literally posting some guy up, turn around faders. He's seven foot one. He's releasing the ball from seven foot six. Literally Dirk status, but he's mixed with Olajuwon. What are you going to do? What are you going <laughs> to do? Although they still play the most boring brand of basketball, is just get me to the line. Free throw, free throw. James Harden scored a lot of buckets that way. Um, you know, it's effective, but it's boring. Uh, Zach, we of course you saved the best for last. No, not really. Nobody just. We all keep forgetting that the reigning champs Bucks are also in the playoffs. Middleton's out. Middleton out. I didn't see that. He's out. But yeah. 
The uh, Bulls uh, tied up last night on the road in Milwaukee, so 1-1 going back to Chicago. Um, I'm intrigued to see how that turns Saturday. out. I still think it's the Bucks on in, in the, the long park. run, but really, if if Middleton's out, then it's definitely going to be more more pressure on Giannis and a lot more dependency on Giannis. So, mm-hmm. what, you think you think the Bulls got it? You you feeling the Bulls? It's hard to upset? bet against Giannis, dude. He's, He's literally so the best player in the world at this time. Unstoppable. Unstoppable. Um, yeah, man. That's uh, you know. That's about all we got uh, national news-wise. There's like, you know, there's NBA, uh, NFL coming up with the draft. We'll definitely do a little draft conversation next week, talk about some potential picks. Uh, Clemson getting an Andrew Booth, uh, cornerback, probably going in the first round. Plenty of dogs players going first round. So lots of stuff to talk about draft-wise. We'll see what's going on there. I saw a Georgia backup quarterback transferred somewhere. Didn't JT Daniels end up somewhere? JT Daniels moved out of the, yeah, left Athens, headed to West Virginia to the Mountaineers. It's going to be in the Big 12. Uh, I think he'll fit his game. He's really just a deep ball threat guy, and, like, he's very, you know, very pinpoint accurate. So, like, you get a bunch of guys that can run streaks for him in the Big 12, and they'll go do that. High flying, high scoring, no defense game plan, I guess. But uh, dog spring game, the dogs look pretty good. I still, I, you know, uh, Arik Gilbert, uh, massive transfer coming out from LSU, uh, looks really good. Uh, I think, I think Georgia's sort of making themselves a bit of a tight end you right now. Uh, between Brock Bowers, him, Darnell Washington, there's a lot of good tight ends coming out of Georgia in the next four or five years. So just keep an eye out. You'll see all these names coming in the NFL and stuff here soon. But I'm excited. I, I College football, you know, it's not close exactly, but it's also not far away. We're about in the midpoint, right? Uh, yeah, it's really, yeah, it's right, really not far. Really not too far. It goes quick, too, man. That summertime is going to fly by. Uh, Zach, anything else before we get out of here? I saw Jerry Rice was, uh, <clears throat> was being interviewed, and they were like, Jerry, do you remember uh, – on like I'm using a random day here, September 30th, 1994, when you went for eight catches, 255, and three touchdowns, and Jerry was sitting there and was like, "How much did I?" <laughs> he said, "He said eight eight catches for 255 and three touchdowns," and then he was like, "Oh wait, I was playing the Falcons, wasn't I?" <laughs> and then. Uh, it's just cool. It's, how do you remember that stuff? It's like the because words. you went for eight for 255 and three tutties. I was gonna say titties. Oh, I still said titties. Oh, it's like it's like the it's like uh the Rams coach being able to like literally remember any play from honestly. Any shout out football. Andy, dude. Andy blows my mind with his ability to recollect remember. where. I mean, maybe it's because I'm my adult life. I've been doing a little pregame and tailgating, but uh, Andy, dude, he can spit out moments like crazy where I maybe remember a vague moment from a game. I can't tell you the final score. I can't tell you the date it was. I can't tell you the year it was. I think old people, so old people do this a lot. They're like, I w- it was 1946, and I had been doing this for five years, and I'm like, okay, you've just had enough time to think about this to where you've done the math and told the story so many times. Because I feel like as a 26-year-old, I'm not pinpointing years no, at this point. It maybe was okay. maybe it was later in life back. I'll look back and pinpoint years. But currently, Andy Ingalls can fucking 
he can tell you a sporting event what happened. Andy impresses me also with the ability to remember player names because like that's I'm, one of those things where like you know unless you're like keeping yourself refreshed on it somewhat consistently. I mean, you just went hard on Georgia. They can definitely fall out of your mind. But those are players who are playing now. It's like it's sometimes it's hard to pull those ones that are like a couple years back or even like oh five oh six stuff like that. And like it always hits me when you're sitting there watching a game. And they'll Hit be me with like, an oh six Georgia player. 06 Georgia player. That's Matthew Stafford, baby. Matthew that's Stafford, easy. Charlie um, Harris. But yeah, it's like if it, when you think back, it's like they're talking about Matthew Stafford in the in the in the Super Bowl game or whatever, and they're talking about his years in Georgia. I'm like, God, dude, that was so long ago. But really, in reality, not that long ago. But like, it, that was. It feels like ages ago to me. It's weird. Very strange to me to sit there and like recollect. LeBron started the back in 03 in the NBA. See, that's crazy to think about. It doesn't and like it doesn't see it seems like and strange to me, it seems like LeBron would have been in there sooner. Just like for some as reason. As long as I've been watching basketball, well, he's not really. Present. I do Le- I don't know if I remember LeBron in high school. I definitely remember his rookie year. So maybe I wasn't like old enough to be into like high school hype yet. Like Slam like- magazine and stuff. I wasn't into that. But I mean, like I've said before, hundred percent remember watching MJ on the Wizards and like. See, 01. I remember. I I somewhat distinctly remember like the the Cavs with him and like it was probably after like the second year when about the time he left for Miami, I felt like I remember Styles when I started to get into some a little bit. It's funny. I on YouTube, I'll let I have a TV that I just let ride, and I for about a week it was just playing like great basketball games from the past and it was playing LeBron's Cavs games and I I vividly remember you Zadronis Ilgalskis Mo Will- I I was watching like a 07 Mo Williams, what a name Cavs game that is a name and I'm I can literally about. I remember this whole team it was Zadronis at center Aaron Anderson Varejao at the four LeBron Mo Williams and the Delonte West that's your starting five coming off the bench you had like Ricky Davis and some other Cats that are just no names nowadays. But See, it's, it's like pulling those names. People who pull those names. Grainy LeBron doing crazy. a grainy LeBron side tomahawk dunks like every other possession. What a time. Well, and I remember LeBron's like first Laker year. I still was living with my old roommates, and I was literally like, guys, y'all need to watch this and appreciate it because this is like some of the last best LeBron you'll ever see. I mean, he's had his best scoring year ever last year, besides his scoring title year. But it's just like, man, whoo, yeah, twenty years of this. Twenty it's not, years has been nonstop. LeBron somehow, LeBron worked his way into the national news, and he's not even in the playoffs. LeBron started with baggy clothing, went to fitted clothing, baggies in style again. I miss the baggy style. Man. I like they need baggy. to get back in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Bring back the baggy unis, please. Mm-hmm. You're listening to a very moody sports show, brought to you by. Moody and Sons Electrical. Call for any electrical needs at 478-4328, area code 864. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Moody Sports Page, and follow and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Moody Sports Page on YouTube. Thanks for the support.